Thank you, beautiful people, for helping us worship. The Gospel lesson continues in the Sermon on the Mount, in the fifth chapter of Matthew. picks up today at the 21st verse. You have heard that it was said to those of ancient time, you shall not murder, and whoever murders shall be liable to judgment. But I say that if you are angry with your brother or sister, you will be liable to judgment. And if you insult a brother or sister, you will be liable to the council. And if you say, you fool, you will be liable to the hell of fire. So when you are offering your gift at the altar, if you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother or sister and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are on the way to court with him or your accuser may hand you over to the judge. And the judge to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Truly, I tell you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that anyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out, throw it away. It's better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to go to hell. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife and whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you, anyone who divorces his wife except on the grounds of unchastity causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard it said to those of ancient times, you shall not swear falsely, but carry out the vows you have made to the Lord. But I say to you, don't swear at all, either by heaven for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is the footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Do not swear by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Let your word be yes, yes or no, no. Anything more than this comes from the evil one. And today I'm going to pick up with the text in Deuteronomy. It's Moses speaking. He is about to face death. His people are standing on the edge of the Jordan River, waiting to cross over into the Promised Land after 40 years of wandering in the desert. And Moses says this, See, I have set before you today life and prosperity, death and adversity. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I am commanding you today by loving the Lord your God, 
walking in his ways and observing his commandments, decrees, and ordinances, then you shall live and become numerous. And the Lord your God will bless you in land that you are entering to possess. But if your heart turns away and you do not hear, but are led astray to bow down to other gods and serve them, I declare to you today that you shall, be, that you shall perish. You shall not live long in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life or death, blessings and curses. Choose life so that you and your descendants may live. Loving the Lord your God, obeying him and holding fast to him. For that means life to you and length of days. So that you may live in the land that the Lord swore to give your ancestors. To Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I know that you have heard it said many times, actions have consequences. Yes, thank you. Actions have consequences. Any of you who are parents know this well. Your toddler toddles up to a stove with a bright red burner and puts his hand on it. Actions have consequences. Your child receives a note home from school that no matter where the teacher moves her, she talks to everyone around her. Actions have consequences. Your teenager experiments with drugs and alcohol and gets a ticket for driving under the influence. Actions have consequences. Your young adult is up to his or her eyeballs in debt, particularly credit card debt and student loan debt that it looks like will never get paid back. Actions have consequences. That young, your young adult who was once a child and talked to everybody in class now has learned to sass her boss and loses her job for a second time. Actions have consequences. People age. And the marriage that was never good becomes less good. And loneliness creeps in. Actions have consequences. People get even older and the relationship they never had with their children leaves them lonely or alone. Actions have consequences. We all know this. Yet somehow when it comes to applying it to the Bible, we forget. 
But actions have consequences is essentially the message that Moses has for the Israelites in today's text. Here the Israelites stand at the River Jordan looking over into the promised land. Now remember that their GPS has screwed up for 40 years. They've been wandering around in the desert being tested and tried by God, seeking to live in obedience and failing time after time and following a chosen leader who repeatedly said to them, actions have consequences. Now at this point, Moses knows that he is nearing death. And I want to pause here for a minute because Bob Mead taught me something today that I had forgotten he was talking about his aunt and he has a letter from his aunt written after the date that was on her obituary think about it for a minute you'll get it this same thing happens here in Deuteronomy Moses actually who is supposed to have written Deuteronomy writes about his own death how is that possible But here, at least in this part of the text, Moses knows he's dying. And it's okay, because he's finally brought them to their desired destination. And he says to them, choose life. And if you do, you will find prosperity. Now be clear what that word means. This is not prosperity like the prosperity gospel that so many of our televangelists want to preach about today. There is a marvelous guy. I love him. He's a, he's a mega church pastor in Los Angeles. And he tells the story about when he was first in ministry, young guy in ministry. I want you all to try this, you young ministers, because I love you so much. I want what's best for you. He talks about having a 1968 Dodge Dart. Remember those cars? They looked like the the engineers were not clever. They looked like the kind of cars that you drew in the first grade. And he had a 1968 Dodge Dart, and he and his wife knew it was on their last leg, so they went out and laid their hands on the car and prayed for something better. And as he tells the story, the next day, an elder in his church drove up with a brand new Cadillac for him. Okay, that's prosperity gospel, which says, if you pray, you're blessed. Because you pray. No, that's not what Moses is saying here. Moses is saying, if you pray, you will be blessed because actions have consequences. Prosperity in this case means not to receive monetary wealth, but to flourish in life. Moses says, choose life or flourish, choose death or be destroyed. The action of how you choose will result in a consequence of your choosing. So if this is to be instructive to us, we must examine what Moses means By the imperative, choose life. And Moses 
is abundantly clear that to choose life is to be obedient to Yahweh, the God who covenanted to be the God to the people, who gave them the law to live by, and who has brought them safely to the land promised. Choose life and flourish. In other words, be obedient and reap positive consequences. Now, here's one thing I know as a preacher, and I can see it on all of you. Preaching obedience in a sermon is just about like preaching about sin. Everybody gets real quiet, and their eyes kind of glass over, and they get disinterested almost immediately. Stay with me for a minute. Understand what the Hebrews meant by obedience. Not just strict adherence to codices of law or simply doing what one is told, but obedience in a Hebrew understanding means to listen, which involves more than just hearing and following. Obedience is a discernment process that involves not only mind and will, but heart. The Hebrews understood the heart to be center of all. The center of God's relationship with Israel. Relationship or covenant is grounded in mutual love. Not rules. Obedience then calls us to listen to God's word in our inner selves. At our very cores. And to live out that word, which in turn will result in life transformed into God's image, according to God's likeness, with God's ways made manifest through our daily life, together. To choose life and flourish is to obey, to love to walk in God's ways and to observe life around you. Do this according to Moses and find the positive consequences of your action. The positive consequences are long life, reaping the promise, in this case of land, and finding the blessings of God. I hope this is beginning to seem obvious to you, that according to Moses, to choose death and find destruction is to ignore God and choose anything inferior. Death is a slow process of giving ourselves over to what does not matter. You know, contemporary life is impoverished with lack of purpose. We who choose death live our lives surrounded by the insignificant and the unworthy. And our actions have consequences that leave us empty and unfulfilled. 
Edemus. Throughout, Mo- throughout Deuteronomy, Moses says that the good life includes canceling the debt of the poor, pushing the government to guard against excessive wealth, limiting punishment to protect human dignity, restricting those who can be slaves, paying employees fairly, leaving the harvest for those who need it. That's a sum of Deuteronomy 15 through 24. Moses is standing on the precipice at the end of his life, knowing that his people will look forward. But as he looks back, he saw that life was best for the Israelites when they were trying to please God. Actions have consequences. Choose life and flourish. Amen.